FUBAR Fest 2019, June 29th, DBA 256 in Pomona, California, with Siamese. Speak on how we live. Hope. Walking through his neighborhood looking for someone to prove. Anonymous. Yeah, hot too. Why you don't add a board bin? Burners. Average Joe and the bench warmers. Rundown creeps. The fallen electric. Listen, here's the story. From zero to hero. If you and wolves inside. Free entry 21 and over. Go to foobarshow.com. Filthy Martini Studios in Ontario, California. It's the Fubar Show. Hey, what's up, everyone? I am Josie. And I'm not Josh. And thank you all very much for listening to the Fubar Show. Thank you for downloading the pod of most major podcast apps, subscribing, and telling a friend like a champ. You can always reach us at Fubar Show. That's FTheBelowBarShow.com. And FTheBelowBarShow is our handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out and drop us a line and we'll fill it up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right, foo? Foobity doobity. Yeah, everybody. We have uh we have Josh the foo is not on. here, foo. Yeah, it's like old times foo. Dang. It's like a hundred episodes ago no. when we were talking like the foo bar show with Josie and the foo. Dang. And uh it's like a throwback, but <laughs> the one hundred and six is like, like a reboot. Exactly. Throwback. Yeah. It's like when they bring a season back, they don't mm -hmm. call it episode like 42. They call it like episode 142. Right. So that's what we Don't we're call doing. it a don't call it a comeback. <laughs> right? I won't call it that. Yeah. Hey, Foo. Yes. What you been up to? Uh, you know, chilling, staying away from the Federation, Foo. Yeah, so you don't work at the Federation. Well, Foo, is? it's a complicated story. Okay. And uh I have to be playing this double agent stuff, so maybe I am. Okay. Maybe I'm not. I mean, it's not very smart of a double agent to bring it up on a podcast. Listen to, you know. No, no, no. The Futopians. The Futopians listen to this? Yes. Well, they used to. Uh, Every once in a green moon. Awesome. Hey, Fua, wanted to bring something up. Yeah. Seen how you're a 90s guy. Yeah, I like the what, 90s. What was the best comeback when you were a kid in the 90s? Yeah, but still. Yeah, but still. Mm, that's a pretty that's, good one. It's a good one. You, you know what a pretty legendary one is too? Uh-huh. Up your button around the corner. When you used to end oh, a joke with that. Remember that? Yeah. You used to like throw yeah. that at the end uh -huh. of a joke or like a fake story. Yeah. And so I guess where we ran to, man. <laughs> up your button around the corner. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Um damn, I, I, I don't know. I um the usually the comebacks that I had from back then, I'm not nobody's allowed to say those anymore. I know it was a lot of uh, mom jokes and like <laughs> yo if, mama jokes. Yeah, if you say like a yo mama joke to a millennial, they might fucking try to punch your lights out, dude. Yeah, they get pretty upset pretty quickly, don't <sighs> the they? Foo is the takeover of the hipsters, foo. <laughs> yeah, that could be it, man. Uh, so um, on my end, the Fallen Electric is uh, recording another single to be put out in the near <gasps> future. So good times ahead of us, man. I didn't get home till two a.m. and then I had to go into work. So were you guys? 
Did you guys go to the studio? Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. yeah, on a fucking Wednesday evening. I saw you also had a show on Monday, which I was like, what the fuck? Who, yeah, we had a show this? in your Belinda, and we met a few cool guys. I'm glad you brought that up. Enzo uh, was there. He was doing okay. the sound. Enzo, who's been Who on the did, food did he show. get bothered while he was trying to watch the Laker game? No, I don't <laughs> actually think they had the Laker game on the, on the TV. Just checking. Yeah, and if they did, I... Well, the aware. Lakers aren't in the playoffs. So. Oh, that yeah. Well, that <laughs> explains that, Foo. You see, you bring up sports. Well, last time we had sports. Enzo on, he was very upset that he was getting bugged during a Lakers game. Uh, yeah, I think a chick was involved, though. Also beer. And beer, right. Yeah. Right. So uh, Enzo was there. He was doing the sound for us. He wasn't playing. His band from Zero to Hero, who's been on the show before, wasn't playing that evening. But he set up through the Inland Empire Music League. He set up a show with us, Fallen Electric to play with a couple bands called uh, Fishing for Chips and The Rough. Are any of the Fishing for Chips guys, do any of them have a British accent? No, unfortunately. Oh, no, but you know how like when you're done with a bag of chips and then you got to go in there and fish for chips? That's kind of where it comes from. The crumbs? Yeah. Yeah, the ones that you really, you really have to. Or you go from just getting the tips of your fingers salty to mm-hmm. like your whole hand. Right, right, and then you only get. It's kind of like when you end up with the the last bowl of cereal and the rest is just powder. Isn't it golden when you get the Lucky Charms and it's just a powder of the Lucky Charms uh, marshmallows? The last bowl is like the sugar. It's just sugar. The sugar bowl. It's just sugar. It's like pixie fucking sticks. Yeah, because once you pour the milk in, it's yeah because it's all crushed up. It's mm-hmm. like. It's like marshmallow milk. Yeah. Yeah, it's pr- dang. I kind of want to go buy some Lucky Charms. So anyway, Fishing for Chips were there. <laughs> and another band called The Rough. Pretty cool pop punk guys. Really good guys, too. Fishing for Chips' new EP comes out on the 17th. That's right, Foo. You're all about the EPs now. Uh, that's what it's become, man. Uh, I don't think that people are drawn to long-form albums anymore, especially since everything's so digital. I think that, if anything, they should be released in singles or just short albums, which is what an EP is. I mean, a four- to five-song collection. Uh, unless you have some kind of cool, drawn-out theme, then you, I, I suppose you can put together an album, release it in vinyl, put some really dope artwork into it, because you know you can do the whole 360 on what is the like artwork a, like that you Like a preview create. to the band? Yeah. Yeah, some kind of thing like that where you get like the booklet. Uh, not not everybody is into that, but those who are, are pretty hardcore about it. Those vinyl collectors. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go to Hollywood. We we go to Amoeba Music mm-hmm, Records. You know, right. from uh, from time to time, and we grab a few albums there. Or uh, usually it's movies. Lately, they usually have some old school movies that you can buy there at a reasonable price. They also have some very oddly specific old school video games there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, which is really cool. Oh, a nice section of that. Um. There's a, and to kind of uh, to go off of video games. Uh, there's also a place in downtown Covina mm-hmm. called One Up. Oh yeah. Um, How they, is it? It's pretty dope. They but they have all vintage games and even current ones. Mm-hmm. I bought my Super Smash Bros there on the um, for the Nintendo 64. Oh shit! Guess how much though. 30 bucks. 80 bucks. What the fuck? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Man, and I remember guy- having to pay for like. 15 bucks for something like that yeah i, I remember and i remember the um i remember the guy we went to frankenson's josh and i mm-hmm. a couple years back when i was searching for it and uh yeah some guy was just like i'll give it to you for like 120 and i was like holy shit jesus and the guy was like have you seen this anywhere else and i was like it's a good point yeah that's a really good point he's like tell you what he's like if you have 90 bucks on you now just take it uh uh-huh. right now if you got it on you just give it to me and i was like 
that motherfucker, dude. I had it on me, but I was just like, <laughs> dude, who wants to pay a hundred bucks to buy the game? Well, then I go to uh, One Up, and uh-huh. it's eighty. It's eighty, so it's still slightly less. But did if, you if, shop if, online before you pulled the trigger on? Oh that? yeah, people on eBay were selling it in the hundreds, dude. Whoa. Oh, man. Yeah. So it's so a classic. You could see yeah. it's like faded color mm-hmm. and a certain, like I would say like 40% of it's like just like wiped off. So it's it's okay. So I have it though if you ever want to get down Super Smash Bros. Foo. Yeah. Like yeah. the original when you can't charge the the power button. <laughs> it's just the tap. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, that one's probably one of my favorites. The OG. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to play that with my buddy Eric uh, all throughout middle school and shit. It was great. And you know what's cool? On Twitch... They still have these goddamn Super Smash Brothers fucking live Twitch feeds. Really? For the 64, too. Oh, wow. Even the ones pre-Wii. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, you know, it's it's kind of strange that they still get, like, played like that. Yeah. It's on goddamn Twitch. Twitch is pretty cool, too. Yeah. You know, we would try to hype it up, even though they're not super friendly with video playback. Right. But uh, uh, Well, I, I think you have to pay for it. I think you have to pay for a membership so that you can get some decent playback on there for mm-hmm. your video. True. Uh, we may have to invest in something like that, so let's consider it. Okay. Uh, but before we move on, food to some geeking out, um, tell us about this whiskey we're drinking right now, man. I'm getting. I'm going to get pretty toasted. Oh, me too. And I, th- I thought we poured a lot, but I'm already more than halfway done. And it, it, um, When you first start sipping it, it starts coating your insides, and then it's kind of a protective layer for what's to come, which is the rest of the whiskey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a really light flavor, and, uh, too, which I like. Yeah, once you get it into your palate, it's really easy to take down, and it's a Japanese whiskey, and we're on Facebook Live. You want to show everybody who's uh, watching what kind of whiskey we got here? Yeah, dude? here. We'll do a quick close-up. All right. Tell us what the label says. Suntory whiskey, Toki, uh-huh. uh, from the house of Suntory whiskey. So it's Japanese whiskey mm-hmm. has a is spelled with the, just a Y, no E Y. Okay. American whiskey is E Y. Right. Because I think they make it uh, with like through the rice grains and fruit specifically for all Japanese whiskeys. Holy shit! Yeah, which is why it's so like delectable and uh-huh. tasty, and like you said, once you get that first coat, smooth. It looks like the urine of somebody who drinks only Japanese whiskey. Look how golden it is. I know it's really it's really <laughs> amber gold amber brown. It's, yeah, it's like an like amber gold. Thing. Yeah. And uh, if you look through it, you it's like you have beer goggles on. Just like the ones we wore in high school food That's when right. the police officer came to when our the English dare class. Policeman came over. Uh, by the way, you wore one of those, right? Were oh yeah. You, were you were you the kid who volunteered cuz I was the kid who volunteered? I volunteered and they're like here they put a strip of masking tape on the on the floor and instead of walking a straight line. Dude, I <laughs> used to I used to sit in the back and we kind of had a small classroom. Mm-hmm. Uh the fucking officer like who wants to do it? and I raised my hand yeah. and instead of calling me up to walk said line, mm-hmm. he's like he came to my desk. He's like past his back and he's like I want you to maneuver through the desk to get up here. Oh. And like I said, it was a tight squeeze like in high school, you had to walk sideways to get through the desks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's overpopulation. In yeah, high school, so man. I put them on and started walking, and I like immediately just missed the floor and just like eat <laughs> shit. And then the cops like, and they cuff you. Well, the <laughs> and they cuff me, and they give you. And a then beating, I get expelled, and then, <laughs> and then go back to your seat. And then, well, the cop. Well, I thought it was just going to be my fault, and so I fell and ate shit. Okay. And then, of course, my teacher. And my fuck and the fucking copper like see see, and then instead of like take him off, he's like no come on make your way up here. <laughs> so I had to struggle with uh-huh. these beer goggles on. Right. And I remember the first time I drank, I was like these beer goggles are bullshit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's nothing like that unless you go like all out on the alcohol, which I've been that fucked up maybe twice in my life. Yes. Like where it's just been over the top. Let's get fucked up. One of those nights was prom night for me. Damn. Yeah, it was great. You uh, drank on prom night? I drank on prom night. Uh, we went to my prom date's home where um, her parents were really cool and kind of let us unwind from that evening, change into regular clothes. Nice. Have uh, And there was a bottle of Jose Cuervo that everybody was uh, was sharing. And it was our first time actually kind of drinking. Ooh. Well, not for me. I, I was already used to beer. But beer... In limited quantities, because you're playing a show, and that's your form of payment, it's not going to get you fucked up like that. So Just we get had, the cool buzz, that's all. Yeah, you get a cool buzz, and you get driven home, which is not a big deal. But uh, here, on prom night, <laughs> we all got together, a bunch of friends. We had a Cuervo bottle, amongst other things. I think the girls had some wine coolers, and there was beer in the cooler, and that kind of thing. And we're just a bunch of 18-year-olds. And uh, her parents were cool enough to let us host it, and they had a pool and everything. And everybody just got nice and toasted, and I got wasted. Damn. I got wasted. I uh, I just started drinking it just on its own. Everybody was like, no, don't stop. And uh, next morning, after throwing up a couple times, I was good to go, man, because I had another show to and play. And you're like, night. all right, I got to get out of yeah, here. I, can't, I don't miss that feeling of being so hungover. What I do miss is being able to recover after, like, you know, a breakfast sandwich from Jack in the Box. And you're, like, good to go. And you're good to go for the rest of the day. Not anymore, I'm playing. No, dude, I cannot manage that kind of a lifestyle. It's fucking, it's fucking stupid. Um, but not only did I have a show to play that following night, but I also had to work a shift. Oh, damn, <laughs> so like I was busy. You was were you busy. were testing. Yeah, you were testing your strength and will. My back limits, then. man. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was quite the forty-eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, man, that's crazy. Yeah, it was nuts. So, uh, so that happened. But this Japanese whiskey, I don't think we're. Are we gonna finish it tonight? Are we gonna try? There's we an shouldn't. odd chance we could. Yeah, we, we shouldn't, but we could. We put a pretty big dent on it already. almost a quarter of it's yeah. gone yeah it's, it's it's not gonna take many more you know what i'm gonna give myself another pour now <laughs> <laughs> cool man well we'll see uh we'll see where we're at on uh towards the end of the episode we're already about Uh-oh. maybe 15 minutes in so we're almost halfway now jesus christ okay well this is gonna be awesome <laughs> you ready to geek out man let's do it Wolfu, we heard it on the news uh, all over the internet. Uh, people were texting us and shit like that. And they're just like, what do you think? So, Fu, tell me, what do you think? Robert Pattinson has been cast to play the new Batman. I forget who the director is, but I think I said this to you when I first initially found uh, out. Are you going to do one of those I called it moments? No, no, no. <laughs> I think, I mean, I want proof before I do that. So, okay. TBD. All right, um, all right. I think he would make an excellent Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And for the fact that, like I said to you earlier, there's no goddamn way you're going to associate this guy to fucking be Batman. Mm-hmm. And that's one of like the major naysayer critics of Batman. It's like, how do you not tell Bruce Wayne's Batman? He's the same same guy. Or he's the <laughs> same chin, same face. Right, right. There's no way in hell I could see a Robert Pattinson-like character Dressing up as the Dark Knight and kicking ass, yeah. And being a so major I'm really, I, I'm kind of excited because this was a casting mm-hmm. that they needed to make fresh. Yeah, and he's a good actor. He does a lot of indie films. Uh, he does a lot of producing himself and writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's gonna. I, 
I like it. For you him. think he's gonna impress us? You know, a lot of people were talking shit when uh, when old uh, what's his nose uh, Joker, mm-hmm. um, Heath Ledger. Well, good old Heath Ledger took the the character of the Joker. Uh, everybody was kind of very hesitant to jump on board to that ah. idea, you know. So and he turned out to be possibly the greatest Joker, the greatest Joker, nay, the greatest character of all fucking cinema of all time, perhaps. Right, dude, it was probably one of the best performances I've seen, and I don't think anybody's ever topped it. As close to the anime as hum- as possible, dude. Yeah, the animated series. Oh yeah, it was crazy. He was an anarchist because he was bonkers on the animated series. Yeah. And you could tell from character development, he was like psychotic bonkers. Yeah. yeah uh, he didn't get it. It's a, a goddamn shame. Heath Ledger, rest, rest in peace, man. So uh, anybody who hasn't heard of Robert Pattinson, um, for those who do know him from Twilight. So that's how he was introduced to everybody. That's why everybody's kind of like, eh, I don't know. I don't see it. If we want to hear a funny story real quick. Yeah. I've seen all four Twilights. Why? <laughs> one of the <laughs> How? Chi- I mean, how? One of the chicks I dated... That's how we used to bang, foo. You banged to Twilight? Not bang to it. I w- she would make me watch it with her, and then I and would, then you would bang. Then her. I would bang. Her. Okay, yeah. all right, that's fair. That's fair. That's a fair but you know what though? Oh, I will say this: four <laughs> fucking movies, and not once was I not surprised. Okay, they were pretty good movies. Oh god, it just su- they got gotcha. They did, man. It's just like <laughs> that gotcha. that episode of Parks and Rec, uh-huh. where it's that one comedian is a, he's doing a guest star, the guy who's the last man on earth. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He Will like Forte. Yeah, yeah. He does this whole bit on how Twilight's the best book ever, <laughs> and, he, and they need to include it in their uh, Pawnee time capsule. Oh, oh and he right, li- right. And he I like hand- that. he handcuffs himself to like their furnace. Yeah. And they're like, this guy will be out of here in a few minutes. He's busting out a blanket, a thermos. Oh, yeah, he's setting up camp. A fucking little... Oh, my God, it was great. Uh, yeah. That was such a good reflection of how people actually saw that and right. reacted to it. That was... Oh, man, what a, what a nice little tangent you just put me on here. Well, anyway, talking about Robert Pattinson, I think that uh, for him, and you kind of alluded to it already, but I think as long as Batman has a fucking solid chin, I think we're in good shape. Every Batman they've chosen since the beginning has had a solid because fucking chin. Because they have, chin. They, it's like the comics. Batman gets fucked up, so he has to take a punch too. Oh yeah. So he needs a gnarly chin. Mm-hmm. And I think who's had the best Batman chin? Do you think you, you want to rank them? I do. <laughs> All right. So who, and this is not a reflection of how they portrayed Batman. No, no, just the chin and its appearance with the Batman cowl. Okay, best one definitely Ben Affleck. Okay, I agree. Oh my god, I agree. That he was, has a righteous was, fucking chin, that, and he even has the butthole chin. I know, right? and that's that's just like that's some important. of the, just like some of the fucking a- uh, animated well, series. Even episodes. even the the classic animated series of the late nineties, it was a square chin. But they still drew the little cleft in there, like the, exactly. the line, to indicate that if he was a real person, he would have, a little he would have the little the chin. butthole chin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. So who's number? Who's your number two? Number two. Uh huh. Hmm. Probably Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer is a good one. Val Kilmer is a good one. I would have to say uh, Clooney. Ooh, that Clooney. Oh, that's has a, a really good one too. Yeah, he's a solid chin. Oh man, that is great. <laughs> number three, probably I would put. Um, I mean, Kilmer is a solid chin. Yeah, three. Kilmer, number three yeah. then. Uh huh. Um, number four, have there been four Batmans already? Oh yeah, dude, you're missing. Um, uh, well, who's the original? Keaton, right? Keaton was the original. I will say he doesn't have the best chin though. Right, right, right. We're not. We're not. The chin is a different category. Yeah. Yeah. 
Even because though he's one be, of the best Batman. Because if we're talking chins, I would put him with Adam West's chin. They kind of have a similar chin. Adam West's chin was pretty gnarly. But you know what? Good. I would put Adam West as number three mm-hmm. ahead oh, really? of Kilmer. Even ahead of Christian Bale? Oh, damn. He had a pretty sweet... I mean, yeah, he had a pretty <laughs> sweet chin, dude. I would probably move Val Kilmer to five okay. and bail after Mr. West. Okay. And then to top it all off, Michael Keaton. Okay. And what about the kid who plays Bruce Wayne in Gotham? Oh, definitely the worst chin. The worst chin? He's such a tiny kid. But he's. But I mean, can you picture him kind of 10 or 20 years later, uh, what he might look like? I would say he looked more like Dick Grayson. You know what? I think you're right. And it would be a cool little nod to Gotham if they ever did a movie starring him being Robin. Yeah, that would be pretty dope. I would I would buy that. I would definitely I would go that. see it. Yeah. Uh, or or if, rent it. Yeah. And if not Dick Grayson's Robin, somebody, some other Robin. Tim Robin. Is that a real guy? I think I just <laughs> mixed it, the... Isn't I, Tim not, Robbins <laughs> that motivational speaker guy? No. Yeah, but I was also uh, <laughs> confusing Christopher Robin with the... That's from Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, I know. My bad. Oh, son of a bitch. Okay. Um, it, th- there's there's <laughs> another Batman called Tim, I think. Don't quote me on Tim that. Tim Drake. Tim Drake. There yeah. you go. So, okay. So here, uh, do a quick recap of the chins because this has been a fucking gnarly ass tangent. Uh, so we have a The best chin, Mr. Affleck. Mr. Affleck. And the worst Batman. Uh, debatable because I think number two, the Cloonster. George Clooney was the worst Batman. His was way cheesier, so yeah, you're probably yeah, right. He's the worst Batman, and then Val Kilmer is what we're saying for three. No, Mr. West. Adam West. Adam West. And then Val Kilmer. And he was an okay Batman. And then Christian Bale. Who was one of the best Batman. But he, he, had a, his, he has a pointier chin. He does. But so does Kilmer. Kilmer has a pointy chin. Yeah, but Kilmer has the face, though. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, Christian Bale's, I think, more of a handsome dude. It's getting a little homoerotic. This is foo. Keep drinking that whiskey. All right. Um, <laughs> I think it. I, I think we could tie them. Uh, I, tie we, them up. Yeah, they're they're each unique. In our right under through. West. Right under Mister. Right Adam under West. West. Okay. And then the Gotham kid at the end. No, no, no. Um, what's his name? Um, from the originals, Keaton. Oh, Keaton. Keaton. Just because he doesn't have a gnarly chin. Yeah, but one of the better Batmans. Yes, as, possibly as the best. It. Mm-hmm. And hopefully the future Bruce Wayne in uh, Batman Beyond. Oh, my God. Oh, that would be insane. That would be the best. That would be great. I, I would love that. What a way to get people to love Batman again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For the new generation. Yep. When you uh, talk about it from like a future sense, because it's supposed to be taking place at least 50 years in the future. I think, right? I think about, yeah, anywhere from 40 to 50 years in the, the right. future. He's an old man. Because I think when he turns into his 50s and he develops the suit, mm-hmm. he starts to slow down. Like he gets like really bad cramps in the middle of a mission and he almost dies. Yeah. And then he realizes like, fuck, I can't be Batman anymore. My right. body's reaching its limit. And that's when he starts building and those I think, rob- robots. And I think, yeah. And that's when I, and I, think, that, and I think that's when um, Terry was first born. But in a flash forward, like, you know, almost 20 years right. from that point. So right. Yeah, about 50 years. Yeah. So by then, Batman's like 70 years old. He's an old man. And he just has a dog taking and, his pills, foo. Yeah, and uh, and his butler uh, is already long gone mm-hmm. by then. He's his own butler now. Yeah, cares for himself. Well, he's got a lot of robotics around, so he's fine. He'll it's be the fine. future, dude. It's the future. He's a, he's a billionaire in Gotham. He'll be fine. He's a billionaire that I like taking out in his basement, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, getting back to Robert Pattinson, foo. 
Uh, a quick little note uh, for those who are still skeptical or kind of hesitant about accepting him for the next Batman. Uh, he uh, he has a righteous chin. We've, Which we've is already, a, we are we've, we're past that's that. Checking topic. Bo- that's yeah, checking the box. That's checking a major box and check. Uh, the, as far as the movie goes, the actual contents of the movie, he will play a Batman, like a noir style Batman, who really takes uh, a look at more of his detective crime solving skills. And we haven't had that we time. haven't had that yet. Yeah, and that's on. That's one of the reasons the Arkham games are fucking great mm-hmm. because of the that world's greatest the, detective. The whole detective aspect they add in with the advanced technology, mm-hmm. the fucking um, detective skills, the finger. He fake fucking fingerprints in the game. Yeah, yeah, that's what's like really. Oh man, the the the, um, the fictionalized science that they have in those Arkham games, where if somebody touched a bullet with their thumb. Loaded it up into the cartridge, shot it, it went through a wall, the pieces are scattered throughout the wall, concrete, his computer can piece those pieces together to then get the thumbprint that was on the bullet when it was placed in the thing is is like really, I mean it's a little far-fetched, but who knows, maybe in the future they can develop something like that, but Batman has it. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. He actually had it in uh, Dark Knight. Did he now? Yeah. That's right. I think you're right about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to happen. It's going to be called The Batman, and it'll be in theaters, they're saying, June 25th, 2021. So just over two years from now. You know what, Fu? We had, there was a time we had to wait two years for Star Wars, mm-hmm. then two years for its sequel, Yeah, and we're almost at the the next sequel. It uh, Back in when it came out in 99, episode one came out in 99, it, would, it was every three years. Mm-hmm. And that's even with them recording them back to back. But the editing process was so tedious. Yep. And, and Yeah, but now with the technology. All the production in there. Oh, dude, now with all the computers and the graphics that are so easy to put together, um, it's it's every year now. And I'm pretty excited know. for Pattinson to become mm-hmm. Batman because uh, it's just going to be like a, a different actor type of style and a different a different purpose of Batman. Detective dude, mm-hmm. you can't ask for anything more than being a Batman fan than him being a fucking detective. Yeah. Especially if you're a fan of the comics. Damn the movies. If you're a fan of the comics, you're going to appreciate them doing a Batman detective style movie. Yeah, and that's why uh, Rajal Gold calls him detective because he's the world's greatest detective. And they don't highlight that in the movies. They just make it all a, a bunch of action They make sequences. it look like the uh, the technology does the work for him. But mm-hmm. realistically, in his early days, that was him being cutting edge himself. Right, right. Oh, New man. ideas and how to, yeah, it's fucking insane. Uh, so that happened. And Foo, uh, before we started recording the show, I uh, showed you the trailer, the first trailer for the animated Hush movie. You see. That's going to uh, be coming out real soon. Our first look, and it's a Warner Brothers animation adaptation of Batman and, Hush. And I know you're a big fan of the Warner Brothers animated films. Love it, man. They, they do no the, wrong. They're on point. They do no wrong. And this one looks really good. The Warner Brothers animated Batman and most of uh, the DC movies that have come out of there from like Justice League characters are up to par with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They're that good. Yeah. They are that good. It sucks that the animated Suicide Squad was better than the first one. Yeah. But they're redoing it. I mean, James Gunn is at the helm. Yeah. We're going to be in store for something cool. Maybe uh, maybe some good humor that could, would come out of it. I mean, I don't think they properly utilized Harley. 
in that first movie. They could they could have adapted a little better. She was a sex symbol more than she was a clown. I would have appreciated more of a clown out of her being and acting more like the Joker. And then the Joker they gave us was shite. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah. Oh, I think I sent you a meme that's... Um, I forgot who it was. Uh, it was two former Jokers. Or no, it was uh, The Rock and uh, I think Jason Staten uh-huh. for their new movie coming out. Uh-huh. And they're like... <laughs> what's his name uh jared leto was the worst joker and then they shake hands <laughs> they're all in agreement with yeah, it. yeah dude <laughs> even um joaquin's phoenix is one man it's still yet to be seen if he'll be a good one but it's joaquin phoenix he he almost does no wrong in his movie dude, he's, choices. he's a great he's a great actor did you ever watch that documentary that he was doing where he was walking around acting like some bum like some cocaine fiend no i didn't with a large beard he so he grows his large beard and he just starts acting funny. He always has these like dark glasses on. He went on David Letterman when David Letterman still had a show on CBS. He was just this big weirdo giving like one word answers during the interview. And David Letterman's just like, well, Joaquin, I'm sorry you couldn't be here today <laughs> because he was just being so weird and like acting like he was on some kind of heavy drug or drunk or uh. both. And uh, he just maintained this character. And then all of a sudden, a couple of years after the actual incidents took place, you see a documentary come out of him just changing a character or becoming somebody and becoming that method of just that character who was like a lazy kind of hippie-ish guy who was a cocaine fiend, big beard, very disheveled looking with sunglasses on. Uh, it was um, he was weird, and he did it for like an entire year or something like that. What the fuck? Yeah, he just became this guy. He became a different person for a year, and then he made a documentary about it. It's a crazy documentary. I really don't know what it's called. If you wouldn't mind trying to see uh, what it might be called while we go on uh, with this, but uh, if you remember Fu in this uh, Batman trailer, I've never heard of Hush. I've never. That's kind of a new character for me. I don't know if that's one that that you're familiar with. He was uh he was not in the original Rogues Gallery. Okay. He was more of the expanded Rogues Gallery, I uh-huh. believe when the comics started to get into the Golden Age yeah. or the Silver Age, one of them. Right. But basically, yeah, basically he's somehow gets the means to figure out all of Batman's and Bruce Wayne's secrets. Yes. And and he controls people with his powers, whatever he does or has. No, right? he no? does uh, not. Not from what I understand. During the trailer, he uh, somebody was controlling Poison Ivy. Um, no, no, no. He forced her he to f- attack Batman to control. He forced her to control Superman. Oh, with her with her powers with her powers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she she was afraid of Hush. Oh. Because yeah, Hush has like. The means to find out any information and to like find out who you really are. Mm-hmm. He even in the video game they tease him at the end of one of the Arkham video games. Mm-hmm. What he does is he kills his victims and he takes off a like a shape of their their face. Uh-huh. And what he does is he does surgery on himself. Yeah. And his new face is the patched up version of Bruce Wayne. Oh. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that's how it is in the comics. So he's like. He wants to become better than. Well, Bruce he wants Wayne to or... like impersonate Bruce Wayne, uh-huh. so he could try to like do harm with him, you know, because he knows he's Batman. So that's the only way he knows he could really fuck with Batman if he causes havoc as Bruce Wayne. What was really interesting too is that during the trailer, even Batman was just like, "I don't get it. This guy's like always one step ahead of me." Mm-hmm. Like, and you would never hear Batman ever say that. 
which is crazy. Yeah, because so Bat- Batman is always the one who is still um, always planning. Yeah, he's yeah. the one that's always ahead of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, even that one Justice League movie that we saw, Fu, where um, he was able to take down all of the Justice League characters because in his archives he had everybody's weakness and he had something ready to go in case they turned on him and he had to defend himself. Which is exactly what happened in that movie. Yeah, and they they used his they used Batman's methods to mm-hmm. take out the Justice League. Yep. Which is why they were pissed off at him, and he's like, "You're right, I can be a th- real threat too." Yeah. So that's why he has to work alone. Mm-hmm. Just a great, just a oh man. Yeah, dude. Uh, better if not because than 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 the MCU because it gets so personal with these guys. Like it gets in their head and it becomes like kind of like the storyline of what's going through their head rather than their actions and how they treat each other. Right. It's fucking crazy. It's great writing too. Oh my god! Uh, and to answer your question, the movie Walking Phoenix is in is called "I'm Still Here." Oh right, from 2010. Yeah, yeah. Everybody check out "I'm Still Here" with Walking Phoenix. He's just a big weirdo. Just a big <laughs> weirdo. Just get nice and toasty and then just watch that documentary. It, sh- it shouldn't be too long. It was pretty entertaining. You just see him doing lines of coke from like his center console of his car at one point. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> so, Fu, uh, you have been watching Game of Thrones for how many seasons now? All of them? All of them, Fu. I had to catch up two years ago. Yeah, you got the 30-day free trial of HBO, and you used those 30 days to catch up. We didn't see you for, what, like two weeks? Fu, you saw me, but... You, you did. You I saw you go to the bathroom and back to your room. Oh, dude! Over I, and over again. I was just like, and there was just naked wieners on your screen. Sh- also, breastuses. Yeah. Um, sometimes. Shut up. If you were lucky. <laughs> if this is a drinking game, I'd be sober with titties, dude. Damn. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> a lot Shut of wieners in those first seasons. I mean, how do you know, Foo? I've been told. Oh well, you. I watched South Park. All right then. They made us wieners, wieners. That's right. Yeah, foo. It's this has been a very divisive uh, season, if I could say. Dude, I'm jumping in right now, and it's it's like me with sports. I'll like with football, whatever with the season. But I'm watching the Super Bowl. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah. So I'm just like, cool. I'll jump in here. It's fine. This last episode, not knowing a goddamn thing about the characters. And I know that this is pissing off a lot of people out there because I'm seeing it online. You fucks are chiming in on the chat with like, oh, man, I don't know. I'm a little disappointed with a few things. That fucking dragon was kicking ass. Dude, it was pretty. <laughs> it was death from above. You know what's crazy? There was, So this is what the greatest part about this show is. Uh-huh. This is probably may, maybe the third, the third, maybe the fourth time in this show where they've done a gut-wrenching move like this, and you're just like, while it's happening, you're like, ugh, why? (laughs) Why? Yeah. You're just trying to understand why the actors decided to turn, take another turn in this story. Yeah. Um, Before I get more into it, now that you mention it, you are not a Game of Thrones fan. I'm not. No, I'm not. Well, now you are. Well, I'm I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing. This is fucking uh, all this action. So I have a proposal for you, Mind you, I've not seen a titty. (laughs) <laughs> well, those are all the story building ones. Okay. Uh, so it makes sense. So we're done building the story. So now you're out of titties. They've run out of titties. Yeah, they oh, have. Oh, fuck. Now the women have to fight too. Way to go. Um, I issue a challenge then, Foo. Okay. Um, which got? I think you'll agree with is a pretty decent challenge. Okay. Game of Thrones has like really 
four episodes, maybe five, that are really kick-ass and action like the one you just saw, mm-hmm. you should just watch those episodes. Okay. Don't even watch the rest of the series. <laughs> just watch these sick episodes. I can believe that. I can believe that all these fucking great battles that might have happened throughout the seasons. Oh, dude. Yeah. On a montage? Well, how, how long do you think that video would be? Four hours? Probably two and a half, three hours. Okay. Um, just be- fighting? Because they do, you know, remember, they do have the buildup in the episode. Oh, man, there is one episode where they extend, you know, when they originally extended it from like 48, 50 minutes to an extra like 20. Yeah. Where, yeah, it's fighting like 90% of the episode. Okay. That was a great one when they're fighting at the wall. Uh Oh, that was a good episode. (laughs) But probably the, this has been the most destructive episode you've seen. Okay. Um, and the next one is going to be dealing with. The I loved act. it. I loved it because it was it was featuring that dragon that was just kicking ass, and that's the only reason why I would care to watch it because of the dragons, and it was showing it to you from the people's perspective who were getting killed yeah. by said dragon. Dude, it was it was gut wrenching, dude. It kind of put you in those streets where you're trying to run away from a dragon and you're just like how do i possibly escape from this yeah get it like because she really almost takes out the entire fucking city almost yeah just about it's insane yeah she i thought she was just gonna like uh they call it the red keep that tower that that they were hiding in the queen okay i thought they were just gonna take that out smirker face yeah yeah though this is the safest place yeah fucking bitch dude um (laughs) yeah she lit up the whole goddamn city. Yeah. And like n- like nothing. Imagine if this this bitch once had three dragons, dude. Damn. Imagine if she still had all three. Jesus. Like no one would be alive. She would have done it in uh in half an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Or less. <laughs> <laughs> um Foo. Uh-huh. Watch the maybe we will watch it today since we're drinking. Okay. But the Battle of the Bastards, uh huh. Probably the best. Game of Thrones episode. What season would this be? This is season five. Okay. Which is two seasons ago. Yeah, if if look, listen. Two and a half. If you or somebody watching could just put together a highlight reel of all the best battles of Game of Thrones. If you want, you could throw in a titty. Why not two? I mean, well, that's hey, why you watch the me, right? that's why you watch the whole episode, too. Nah, because they probably they probably have titties in there before that. All right, maybe just all right. All right, I need printouts anyway. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, just if you give me a whatever, how long that might be, that's a that's a fucking. Food. We'll watch the Battle of the Bastards. It's a good one. Okay, all right. That's a really, really gnarly one. That one up. All right, so just and, and and food. And before we get on another tangent, <laughs> people are upset because that's what I was ask. because people are going on tangents. Or I'm sorry, we're going on tangents, not people. Mm-hmm. Um. There have been, there's been major character development since like season one and two. Okay, and they're just straight up just killing them conveniently. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And not really conveniently. Not really conveniently. Like uh, one of the villains that died, mm-hmm. she has been one of the you know the queen. She has been the worst psychotic, fucking crazy bitch. But also she's been tortured on the show, so. You're oh, kind really? of sympathetic with her a little bit. But she's a bitch. She is, and she's terrible. Okay. It would have been satisfying for people to be like, oh, I can't wait for someone to betray her, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Nope. They killed her off screen. Uh, <laughs> they let the building fall on her, Foo. Yeah, she crumbled. I, I like it because it makes her... I like it because that makes her realize 
Like she had to instead of the dragon straight up taking her out, yeah, she had to realize that she was wrong the whole fucking time. She was the only one that believed in her cause, and this is what she gets mm-hmm. trapped in that fucking b- basement area. Yeah, that's what she fucking gets for being a cunt her whole life, like a bug. Yeah, yeah, like no with escape. Her, with her brother, I understand. With her brother Jamie, who his character. Season one was also same level of evil. Okay. But season two, he protected a, another woman from getting raped, mm-hmm. and he lost his hand for it. Oh. And when he lost his hand, that was the beginning of his redemption arc. Okay. Because when they were curing him, he was all fucking loopy on drugs and wine. Yeah. And he and he admitted in great great writing style that because he was the uh, he was the uh, the king killer, mm-hmm. he like backstabbed the last king. Well, it turns out the king was planning to like destroy half the city. Oh shit! So he stopped him from destroying half the you know half the city. Mm-hmm. So was he really evil then if he killed the king? To some people, he, yeah. Did he know the king was going to be doing? All yeah, because the king the king told his like oh, guys gotcha. to do it to carry yeah. out the plans, uh-huh. and he killed him and he killed his guys. Oh okay. So instead of being the hero, he was the guy who overthrew him mm-hmm. while the rebellion was going on. It's very complicated. Right. But he's been on a redemption arc this whole time. And just when you thought he was going to end up with the chick that he should end up with, yeah, he goes and he dies with his sister who he liked to bang uh, and had huh. three kids with. Okay. Nice. So that's why that turned. Yeah. That's but, why this show can keep going on Pornhub. Oh, dude. I'm no, telling you. I called it. All the, the scenario, All the scenarios are, oh, yeah. are great. Yeah. I mean, it's common topics that you find on Pornhub anyway. I think there's a spinoff. <laughs> called like dicks of thrones or something yeah or some stupid shit um there's a funny video i'll try to pull it up later okay um but (laughs) to get a throw up some porn just to no it's not (laughs) it's not it's it's like a parody oh if it was a porn right okay anyways (laughs) people are upset right (laughs) yeah foo i have a solution for everyone Mm. and you know what we don't, because there. I don't know if you know this. There's a goddamn petition going on right now, okay, where they want them to reshoot the whole fucking season eight. Why? Because people are really upset that like stuff is going down the way it's been going down. Foo. Why do they care? Why do they care so much? Okay, so I can understand this, even though I don't care okay. about this part. Uh huh. They killed the Night King in one episode, which, by the way, if you're listening, Josh, <laughs> I called it. <laughs> okay. They killed him one episode. <laughs> I was right. But people are upset that, dude, we killed him without finding out his true backstory. Oh, well. And they've been hyping him up since the first episode, since the pilot. They've been hyping him up. We but never- don't they just get rid of characters like that without giving a fuck? Yes. Maybe but that so, was just the end of his but road. What, but was, what was really tearing on a lot of those is that they developed into characters we liked and loved. Ah, okay. And him we never knew about. He was always the great threat. Uh-huh. And we never got an explanation of how exactly he was the great threat or who he was. Gotcha. So that pissed people off. Um, number two, they killed a dragon two episodes ago, mm-hmm. which really upset fucking people. And Or did they? They did, foo. Or did they? We'll never know. And there's been all these crazy theories about more dragons and what would happen. But getting back to my solution, foo. You kind of pointed out those theories, by the way. I did. Uh-huh. Last episodes, I did. Right. But, Foo, let me get to my solution finally. Okay. And with this solution, I will say they don't have to reshoot the season. 
and the way the whole season's gone, be at, be that people are upset, mm-hmm. it would still make sense. Now, strap yourself in, Foo. All right. Because I'm pretty sure you watched the finale with us. I kind of have to. Yeah, yeah, after now. And uh, they're making me grill stuff yeah. uh, outside, so and I kind of have to be a part of it. Game of Thrones cookies, Foo. Little Christ. wolves. <laughs> <laughs> and little dragons. All right. Uh, anyways, I have a theory of how the might go down... Because this last episode, I think, is 120 minutes or just under that. Mm-hmm. That would be satisfying to all parties. Pleased and displeased, Foo. I have a solution. I should be the president. Okay. This is why I was the president oh, of Utopia. So oh, uh-huh. One time. Uh-huh. Only for one day. Right. Anyways. Danny, Daenerys the queen. Okay. She's upset because everyone's betraying her left and right. All right. And now she looks like a crazy ass bitch to everyone that was, you know. And this is what? Allied with her. This is the girl on the dragon. Oh, oh, dude. She's my favorite right now. So there, I think this will she's happen. She's fucking shit up. She, she's the aunt who's been sleeping with her nephew. Okay, but all right. They, but they didn't know they were related. So it's fine. It's fine. Exactly. <laughs> because they still loved each other. Okay. I get it. I'm not helping my point, but... <laughs> I have a theory that she's gonna, she is going to condemn Jon Snow, our main protagonist, the whole series. Okay. We've been following him the whole time. Uh huh. I believe she's gonna condemn him to death and follow suit because all these episodes have been doing throwbacks to, ep- to season one. Really? I think he's gonna get condemned like his adopted dad was mm-hmm. in season one, both get sentenced to death. However, he is half Targaryen, which is the dragon riders. Okay. He is half, so I think she's going to make her dragon kill him because that's how she makes the dragon kill people, like shoot him with fire. Mm-hmm. I think she's going to make that happen. However, these dragon riders are immune to fire. No way. So I believe that she will make... She doesn't know because he's half of the dragon rider Targaryen. She doesn't know that? She does know, but oh. she doesn't know. She doesn't know that she she want. There was once a point in the episode where they said, "If you're not a true dragon, which is like the Targaryen, mm-hmm. then you'll burn." Okay. So I think she th- thinks that and is gonna burn him, but it's gonna backfire, and she's gonna pub perform this public execution of him, but he's gonna survive out of the flames, yeah. and everyone's gonna see him survive, and everyone's gonna be like, "He's the chosen one," uh-huh. and then. That's how everyone's going to support him. And it's going to unite the kingdoms or whatever the fuck I'm hearing. I think, I don't know how the rest will play out between him and her. Yeah. I think she'll die. Okay. Hopefully the dragon dies too. What? So you can die. No. And he, I think he'll take the throne. Okay. And I think he'll dissolve the kingdoms. What the fuck? All right. So that's my next question for somebody who doesn't watch. And obviously I've uh, been curious, but never really cared but now that I'm watching it, I might as well find out. Shoot me, Foo. What is the Game of Thrones? I understand that there's an actual Iron Throne that everybody yes. is coveting. If, uh, how, if, what does that represent? And what is exactly what, you so know, the seven, what's the dynamic? The Seven is? Kingdoms. Which is the entire planet. The, uh, the entire planet. Okay. The Seven Kingdoms uh-huh. are ruled by the Iron Throne. Okay. Because of events that went down like 3,000 years ago. Gotcha. Or maybe less. Mm-hmm. That whoever rules that throne and this, you know, the the king's landing, they call it the the castles. Yeah. The whole area that was just just destroyed. Right. If you run, if you're the king and you control it, you control all the kingdoms. Okay. And you can declare war on anyone who besmirches you. Uh huh. So 
the Game of Thrones is everyone's always going to war and rebelling to try to become the next person in on the throne. Right. And famous callback to season one when that Xerxes, the the bitch who died, mm-hmm. that was the key, the smirky bitch. Right, smirky bitch. She famously said in the first season, "You play the Game of Thrones to win or die." Ooh. Um, so that's what it is. It's a constant battle mm. of who's going to be next in power and rule the kingdom. Right. Which are the seven different kingdoms united. Okay. So I think he's going to dissolve that. Mm-hmm. Well, literally, the fucking King's Landing was destroyed. There's nothing there anymore. Yeah, that's gone. So I think he's going to be like, all the kingdoms will just rule themselves now. Mm-hmm. And we have to get along. And I think he's going to do that. And he's going to renounce his kingdom, kingship. And he's going to go back to the North Foo. Wow. Which would be a satisfying ending for people who love the show. Mm-hmm. Currently, like Josh and Steph, who think the sh- fucking season eight's perfect, even though it's not. Okay. And then people who are worse than me, because I still like the season. But people worse than me <laughs> fucking are the ones signing these goddamn petitions <laughs> to reshoot the whole season. Oh, and, yeah. and waste like $300 million. Uh-huh. <laughs> they will be happy too because that would be a great ending to the show. Right. So I right. think that's a good. Foo, I mean, we'll see how it plays out Sunday. Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, we're going to probably have another quick round table of how we think it's all going to go down. You know what I think HBO should do? Because uh, I heard that they shot a lot of different types of endings for the show I so th- that no leaks come out. When the DVDs come out, just throw them all in there. That would be amazing. Like a pick-your-own kind of uh, Destiny type of That would be thing. so cool Yeah, to see the different endings. Yeah, and see what, what kind of possibilities they actually came up with and shot. See which one actually people like the best. Yeah, and then put it out there for the people. Or which, whichever one you like, that's the one you pick. Exactly. Fine. Everybody's happy. Make everybody happy. Because they are planning to do three more uh, Game of Thrones spinoff shows. Really? Okay. It's theorized they're prequels, but we might get lucky and one might be after this whole mm-hmm. fiasco. Okay. Uh, also, for those who don't know, after Game of Thrones airs this Sunday, they're also going to air on May 28th, um, <laughs> which is weird. Two separate kind of biographies on number one, the characters of the show and mm-hmm. the cast and all that. Yeah. And then number two, the cinematography of the show. Uh-huh. So kind of the behind the scenes, they're going to have two d- two different like Game of Thrones like covering the, what happened during the main series. So gotcha. that's going to be interesting. And they're really, goddamn, they're milking that cash cow. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, foo. Well, foo, you got anything else? Yeah, man, some more whiskey. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I am done with my whiskey at least, uh, but I would like it with ice, so I will wait. All right. Yes. You'll wait like 30 seconds. <laughs> Now, is that going to be it for the Geeking Out segment? See. All right. Nerd! All right. Well, that was successful. Very. <laughs> well, we'll be right back with a joint report and the music highlights. Stick around. <laughs> Hey everybody, I'm Josh. And the Foo here tagging along. Be sure to catch us on Foo Bar Sports. Listen in now on Tuesday. Catch us on any major podcast app or our own website, foobarshow.com. You can also find us on our Facebook group, Foo Bar Sports. Join in on the conversation, sports talk, latest rumors, and sports news. Boobity doobity.
Experience Never Seen the World, the Fallen Electric's debut album, featuring the title track, Never Seen the World. Go to thefallenelectric.com for all news, show dates, and contact information. Think twice, know that I have never seen the world, I've never seen the world. Are you on leave? Give me some, I'll smoke you two under the table. This is the joint report, not buds and suds. Buds and suds, Fu? Uh, well, even then, what a no throwback to that segment. Wait, shut up. Uh, um, you just uh, refreshed my drink, and you gave me, what, what would you say here, five, six, 1,000 ounces of <laughs> Japanese whiskey? God I mean, damn, dude. I mean... If I didn't know any better, I'd say you're trying to get me drunk. Well, you, f- <laughs> you figured me out. Uh, all right. Well, this is going to be rough. Anywho... Uh, so <laughs> going back to the joint report, so did you hear that there's a new California bill that would override the local bans on cannabis stores? Really? Yes. So ever since because we, some counties have that, that yeah, ban, right? So they've they've had the ability to still ban it, even though we voted it in a couple of years ago. So as a state, a lot of, in fact, fifty percent of the state has not had access, at least easy access to cannabis stores mm-hmm. in which uh in which to say that they'd have to drive like anywhere f- like around 100 miles or more to get to the nearest cannabis supplier legally and because of this it's kind of still feeding into the black market of what is cannabis so it's not really helping out the state at all and it's not generating any tax revenue it's not really doing the state any favors when you're have pockets of the of the state not really participating in this industry which is a f- really fast growing industry and most recently there was a bill 1356 from California who put it out there and was voted in to ban the ban of cannabis stores throughout the state. So no longer can a county um, or city or entity ban cannabis stores from existing. I just think it's ridiculous that the state can pass this and like local counties still have the power to be like, no, we're going to reject an economy pretty much or like a market mm-hmm. type of, you know, pretty much an industri- in the industry really. Yeah. And it's been that attitude of like, I don't want it in my streets or I don't want it in Not my Not in my backyard yeah. bullshit. Yeah. It's like, all right, dude, it's already happening. It's already happening and it's happening like in a shady way where it's the black market that's thriving in that kind of mentality. So... Why not just have something that's legitimate where it's mainly put out there for those people who need it for medical purposes who live in certain parts of the state have to drive those 100 plus miles to get to it. And I think that's where the incentive kind of came in here to say, hey, you know, if we're going to provide this, which has been legitimized by the medical community as it being uh, a thing that can help veterans, people in pain cancer uh victims all that all that fucking shit uh, they can benefit from having these cannabis products i think i and i think recently uh, almost a year ago they tried to make a company tried to make delivery service to such counties legal mm-hmm. um because you're talking about someone that's going to drive about 120 miles round trip just delivering fucking eighth dude yeah 
That's ridiculous. Yeah. Because um, that's the reality of it. Some some people, that's the only access they can get. They'll have to pay for a fucking $150 eighth or pay for the eighth and play like this insane service charge because it's not going to cost the guy 10 bucks to drive 100 miles to come deliver you your weed. Yeah. He, yeah. You know, the, the, there's got to be a cost benefit for them. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you know, it leads to the black market. Yeah. It leads to people uh, having to resort to that because you have to pay triple now to legally buy it. And it's like, come on, you're supposed to be helping us out here. Yeah. That was the whole. You're not doing us any favors. Yeah. Dude. That was the yeah. intent of the law to help us out and help the state out. Mm-hmm. I mean. And even then, the governor of California, Newsom, he said recently that the uh, tax revenue projections have fallen to $326 million in 2019 due to these local kinds of delays that are coming about. And you know what? It, that's kind of poor on the state, too, mm-hmm. because they're the ones that can't see that they can't enforce it in all areas. They're idiots. Yeah. They're dumb. Like, they can't get anything passed. They don't have the, the art of persuasion to actually kind of be like, hey, man, this is going to benefit us as a state. They're, they're run by fucking idiots. They always have been. I don't, I don't get it. I agree. I'm surprised we got this passed in the first place. True. But also, it's like the state, it's like, really, really, you're going to project 100% of cannabis sales like the first couple of years? <laughs> really? Really? 100%? All of it? <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on. Come on. Be a little fucking realistic. So there's here. a representative. His name is uh, Ting. He's he's had quite about enough. Ting, about ting, it. ting. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the illicit market is growing, not shrinking in California, he says, and it's because of failed local licensing. So... This bill, AB1356, would triple the number of stores from 635 to over 2,200 in cities where voters approved Proposition 64 those years ago. And the bill calls for one cannabis store for every four liquor stores. Or, holy crap, alternately, at least one cannabis store per 10,000 people. Which is every town, really. That's better than what the solution previously was. Mm hmm. Because, yeah, like you said, you go to Kern County, which is up the Grapevine, yeah. which is like fucking six hours away. Yep. They probably only have one store, yeah. but they are a town. They of are only, the store. But they are the town of only like 2,000 people, so mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yeah. But that's even if they were available to have it there. Right. That means if they didn't have one in Kern County, you'd have to drive 12 hours to get weed. On top of that, where are we finding the nearest pot shops? We are finding them in rural areas, just like you mentioned right now, which why would that make any sense? Why would it make sense to have the most amount of medical dispensaries for people who actually need it in a place where they still have to drive? I mean, L.A., they could use a few more that are actually legit properly run they're clean you know they have regulated shit in there rather than having for them to drive somewhere else because a lot of people drive from orange county and in an empire to la yeah like because they first of all best pricing Mm -hmm. and second of all sometimes the stuff out here is not reliable yeah like we're not super picky on our stuff but um i ran into a guess who i ran into oh i don't know if you met him cat dog yeah i I know my old, your old friend Finley? Cat dog, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Best yeah. Buy. Yeah, we dude, I just had a stoner Buy. moment, dude. <laughs> um, I saw Cat Dog. How's Cat Dog doing? I saw him at Hundred Harmonies. Oh shit! And uh, it's funny because instead of the whole "Hey, how you doing?" Uh-huh. he was straight to business. He's like, "Yo, bro, I am returning a. I came to get my money back to return weed." Oh, and I was pissed. like, "Oh shit!" Like a stoner never does that. 
Unless they're uh, pissed. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what's going on? And he's just like, I guess they sold him weed with mold on it. Oh, gross. And he pulled it and he pointed it out to them. Uh-huh. And they're like, well, you left with it. And he was just like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? Am I going to smoke it inside the shop? Like, come on. Yeah. And then he was just like, I want my money back. And they're like, nah. And he's like, well, I don't. Okay, well, then just give me some of my money back. Mm-hmm. They're like, nah. And then they're like, sorry, we can't give you money back. You, you know, you can't return it. Right. And then he, he said he was just like, well, I don't want your shit weed. And uh-huh. he left on the counter. And he's like, they're like, hey, you know, this is your weed. And he's like, nah, take your shit. Yeah. So he kind of threw a fit, but. No, well, hey, man, if it, if he was actually telling the truth, I'd be pissed, too. But you know what? It's kind of surprising because we used to go there regularly. I still do. You still do when you can. I still do. I, I, I do the I buy the dabs. And yeah. it's, you know, it's been all it's been smooth sailing mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. So it's great. It's great. It's safe. And it's affordable. And as it's fuck. affordable. It's pretty goddamn reasonable, man. And it's in a safe part of town. It's across the street from a church. You yeah. know, um, I mean, it's it's right next to a psychic to keep some weirdos away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's working out. It's working out. And I think it's bringing some money into that community, too. It, it is. And it's giving. I mean, sad to say, but the hood rat chicks that work there, mm-hmm. they're not fucking working, dude. <laughs> they're just fucking milk and sugar daddies and and hoeing <laughs> it up. And now they got decent jobs now, foo. Right. I right. mean, not not really, but. <laughs> At least they're not hoeing it up everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're working all day. You know, it's they're, cool. They're actual citizens now. <laughs> yeah, they're contributing to some <laughs> level. Yeah, right. Yeah. They're selling me weed. It's, that's what's important here. That's the best part, Fu. Yeah. Did you have a topic that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, Fu. I actually wanted to bring up something that um, affects poor little old Josh. Shout out, shout out again to Josh. So are we just talking shit about Josh yeah. this episode? Yeah. All right. I'm okay yeah. with Um I want to talk about... What the fundamental difference is in getting high with edibles versus smoking food. Oh, okay. And yeah. this could be the reason why Josh cannot handle a fucking thimble of weed <laughs> in, in, in his edible. In his edible, right. Okay. Um, what do we got? So I did not know this either. We have our standard Delta 9 THC, right? Okay. According to studies, and this, by the way, this is not popularly known because there hasn't been an opportunity to study this, uh-huh. which again harps on the fact everyone needs to get on board, legalize weed federally, let's study, the effects are great, they help people with Tourette's, mm-hmm. they help people that have, uh, you know, epilepsy, epilepsy. it's, it's good, mm-hmm. it's good for you. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Delta 9 THC, um... A larger fraction makes it to the edi- from the edibles makes it to your liver, and when weed gets to your liver, THC gets to your liver. Your liver actually converts it into eleven hydroxy THC. The fuck is that? So, in other words, if you smoke a ratio of eleven hydroxy THC to regular THC, like in flour, mm-hmm. it's very low. And if you take an edible, your potency of THC is much higher. Good God. So your liver is actually converting THC to this, you know, 11-hydroxy, and it's it's pretty much hitting you faster and penetrating your bloodstream and getting activated in your system faster because your liver is processing it. I know, Fu, I know. We never knew. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, the, the main, again, to kind of harp on it, this 11-hydroxy THC 
is 11 times more potent than regular, the unconverted THC that we smoke. Which is still a lot more concentrated than it was back 10 years ago yeah. or 20 years ago. So pretty much if you put a, a gram of weed into a brownie and you smoke a gram, you're going to get 10 times more fucked up eating a brownie once it passes through your liver yep. versus smoking a, you know, a bowl. Yeah, I can Even see it that. being a full gram. Right. Um, so this explains why Josh gets super, super fucked up. Because of his tiny little liver. Because his tiny liver, foo. Can't handle it. Well. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Uh, Do you have anything else, man? Well, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, smoke weed every day. Smoke weed every day. Hey, you got it right. Dude. <laughs> All right, well, let's finish off with the music highlights, shall we? See. Well, Fu, I was completely unprepared to play some music highlights, so I just picked some really great, good, fucking, exquisite, pleasant, splendid, What's another synonym for good? Exquisite. I already said exquisite. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> there you go. New music. Delectable. Th- all right. Well, that, no. Suntory whiskey. Well, that's good, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to listen to a few tracks on this uh, whiskey from good old Japan. It came out this year, man. All three of these came out in 2019. The first one that I picked is from a band that I featured on this show few episodes ago this band is called lily l-i-l-l-y this is off of their ep that came out this year called i can fool anybody in this town and this song is called the weather have great energy dude i think they came like out to see them they came out this year this uh ep came out this year oh yeah so they've been around for a few years now uh local dudes if i'm not mistaken uh and dude they have a lot of great energy and i believe they might be playing around here very soon they have been playing around the la area quite a few times so i've missed every single one and i'm fucking up Foo. I'm fucking We're up. all fucking up, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> this other band that has actually uh, gotten quite big in the last few months. I don't know if you've heard of them, Foo, but this band's called Bad Flower. It's off of their uh, most current album that's been out called OK, I'm Sick. 
The song's called The Jester. Check it out. Like a jester at the ball, rub my shoulders with the kings. And I was draped in golden velvet, bathing in applause while I was jumping through the rings. And then the cooks would sound a bell, and all the kings would lick their lips. chill song and then it's not you know what the guy kind of reminds me of hmm. not the early days but the later days of chester bennington you think so a little bit he has a little flavor a little about bit that. yeah yeah i can i can see that That was my first reaction to when like he was kind of do, before he did the big build-ups uh-huh that was like my first like oh I it kind of sounds like him yeah i can see that yeah it's because he's so chilled out and they're actually harmonizing with the vocals exactly. and everything yeah i can see that cool dude well these guys are, are getting big and they're only going to get bigger I wonder what they're going to come out with next. I mean, this has been their latest effort. Okay, I'm sick. That just came out this year, 2019. So everybody check out Bad Flower. They'll take you on a ride. Their genre isn't consistent. It just fluctuates, and I love it when bands do that. Yeah, that, that's more enjoyable, too. So you're, they're just, you're just not monotone of your style. But then again, when you get other bands that kind of stick to their genre, you kind of know what you're getting, especially when they do it really well. Yeah. So you got to get... you know This band... That's their brand, you know. They kind of jump around, and that's great. And that's what you got to know what your flavor them. is, food. Yeah. And they know their flavor. They so. know what they're about. Yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> this last uh, song that I wanted to feature for the music highlights today is off of a, a, an artist that's been around for some time now. I've been listening to this guy since I was in college, Citizen Cope. I've featured uh, some of his stuff before on the podcast. Very chill, very kind of uh, something you could smoke a nice blunt to, especially those new can of cigars that you got most recently. Foo, how many can of cigars did you get on your birthday uh, a week or so ago? Foo, yes, that's a lot. Foo, you got a lot. I uh, well, I got three as gifts from you, fellers, <laughs> and then. Um, Actually, on my birthday, I felt so inclined because it was my last day having my license. Yeah. Um, 
I bought three myself. So you ended up with like six. Yeah. And then all, and then we all smoked what two or three of them. We all smoked two of them. Oh jeez. And since then, I smoked one with my with my cousin Dan. Nice. And three are one's reserved for my coworker who just got promoted. Yeah. And I know he's not listening, so I'm not spoiling it. <laughs> um. Also, I got him one of these whiskeys too. Oh, because it he got promoted two days before his birthday. Yeah, man, that's a celebration. Yeah, so I that's got two him two celebrations. So I one. got him one of these Centauri's and I got him one of those cigars. That's dope, dude. And then one is for a special gal. Uh huh. I'm trying to smoke it with. Okay. And uh, whenever I can see her. Well, we'll see, man. You and let uh, me know how that. Dude, goes. Dude, it was super smooth, right? It's enjoyable as fuck. Oh, dude! It's an experience. Oh, great! Yeah, anybody who enjoys a good uh, fucking cannabis ride, it's it's just the way to go. And because it's not a blunt specifically, it's rolled in a pot leaf, so that's what makes it so special and so enjoyable. Hundred percent non tobacco. With a nice fucking filter on it too. Hundred percent non tobacco. It's it's delicious. Anyway, we really veered off of the fucking music highlights. Sorry, foo. <laughs> anyway. You can smoke one of those while listening to anything Citizen Cope has. So this latest effort that came out is off of his album that came out in 2019 called Heroin and Helicopters. This song is called Justice. This guy tears it up, dude. And sometimes he'll just go on stage with him and his acoustic guitar and just start belting out these fucking songs without like an actual electronic beat behind him. It's fucking dope. He like he makes he lights it up. He lights it up just by that too. Like I would like to see him live. Yeah, he's really I, talented. I may not know music, foo, but as evidence when we went to San Diego, live music is the shit. Oh yeah, man, it's the way to go. I mean, even if you don't know who the motherfucker is on stage, I mean, you can appreciate that he's put hours. Of his life into trying to create something for everybody to and enjoy. And then when it sounds good, it's oh, just dude, double, it pays off so double well. payoff, dude. It pays off so well. Dude, it, it's just, it, it's an experience. It's an experience. And nothing can beat a good experience, man. You can spend money on fucking uh, material shit that you can get all across your house and your bank account and all that. But if you have a fucking good, solid fucking experience, you could take that to the or fucking Or you could just go to the local 
bar where you play your shows and you know listen buy, to the buy a cheap beer perhaps. And, yeah, yeah there you and go get a pbr and listen to tfe hey food did you hear metalhead nelson's gonna see the jonas brothers <laughs> what <laughs> are we gonna give him shit about it because metalhead nelson a good friend of the show a great friend of the show has been on several times we've uh we're actually gonna take over his podcast and uh, so he's going to go see the Jonas Brothers? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, doesn't sound like he's much of a metalhead, if you know what I'm saying. Well, maybe the Jonas Brothers are going to do some Aussie covers or something. <laughs> I think all the Jonas Brothers are married now. Yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, I don't know. I don't follow the J-Bows, man. Is that what people call them? <laughs> that's, that's what people call them, the J-Bows. The J-Bros? The J the J- no, the J-Bows. The J-Bows. The J-Bows, who? That's... That it sounds awful. We're going to make fun of Nelson for watching the J-Bows. Okay. Well, we can poke fun at him, I suppose. Also, probably Josh is there at one of their early concerts now. You think so? Which is why he couldn't be here, right? <laughs> I thought he had to take his mom to the airport. Oh, sorry. My mistake. <laughs> that was a ruse. Oh, <laughs> It was a right? cover-up. That's where he's at now. Best cover-up of all time. Oh, man. He went to Phoenix to go catch him. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where they're playing. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, Foo, you got anything else for episode 106? Yeah, Foo. Um, episode 107 coming next, <laughs> Foo. <laughs> <laughs> no, Foo. Uh, you know, it's sad to say, Foo, today I'd like to announce to everyone that I have, unfortunately, Foo, mm-hmm. my Lime Pass has expired. No! Trying to pull Dude, up the fucking drop. It, you got to give me a second was, here. So this is how I found out, Foo. Uh, I, I, you know, I got to count. I got to count down today. Uh-huh. This uh, this morning when I was walking into the uh, federation. Into the federation. Give you a countdown? Yeah, for the federation's sick fucks, dude. The, the DMV can learn something from this, by the I, way. Definitely <laughs> so, because I was there for two hours last week. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah. By the way, if you are getting <laughs> oh, here your, we go. If you're getting your real ID. <laughs> So you can fly. Mm-hmm. Do not get rid of your notice. Apparently, there's a glitch in the California DMV where if you don't bring your renewal notice, which has the barcode for them to scan, are you serious? You have to take the written test to get your real ID. What? Is that for real, dude? They dropped a ball on me. They were like, do you have your renewal notice? And I was like, why the fuck would I bring my renewal notice? Like, I'm here renewing it. What? Yeah, and she's like, there's a barcode on it that we have to scan. And she's like, unfortunately, there's a glitch with this. When she said that, I was like, great. This is already heading south. I can see you already. You're probably something like. Oh, hell did I think that crap? I wanted to just fucking throw bows at the guy standing next to me, especially since he cut in front of me when we finished the registration. But that's Isn't another- he allowed to do that? I guess so. Okay. Um, yeah, he's allowed to do that. He is. Okay, okay. Ne- never mind about that then. <laughs> uh, but yeah. If you show up for your real ID and you don't have your original mailed notice, I was even like, look, I got the goddamn appointment on my phone. Can this work? Mm-hmm. No. They need the barcode from the original mailed notice Yeah. or they make you take the written on the spot. And let me tell you, Fu, I considered taking the written, but I was just like, you know, it's been about 16 years, 15 years since I got my license and took the written. So yeah, maybe I should just go get that notice real quick. So you had to go back? I had to drive home and get the notice. Luckily, I knew exactly where it was. Dude. Exactly. But I how inconvenient is that? Like, they don't just have it in the system that somebody who, who's coming in has been sent a notice? I even had a crate. I thought this was America. Huh? Isn't this America? 
I'm sorry. I thought this was America. I even set up my goddamn online profile with the DMV, so now they got my information. Oh no! And I know. You now, mean the DMV has your information? Food. The DMV who issues you your identification card dares to have your information. What a bunch of the pr- DMV. <laughs> Who fucking said it was okay for you to drive a motor vehicle and took all of your information from the beginning? <laughs> Has your information? Are you done being outraged by something stupid like that? Or are you going to keep going? Well, I'm just pissed off. I had to go home and get the goddamn notice, dude. Come on. Who's going to bring the notice? That's like a coin toss, dude. 50 50. Uh-huh. Uh, anyways. <laughs> Luckily, I did not throw that shit away. Okay. Or I would have been fucked. Yeah, you would have been fucked. Um, because I would have had to take that written. I, pr- I don't know if I'd pass, dude. Mm-hmm. That's considering just for the sake of saving time and not going home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to take in and be like, all right, here, I passed. Fuck off. Long but I was. Just, short. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, what if I don't pass? They're going to deny me my fucking license right now. Yeah, crazy, man. So I went home. It I mean, what? How, what's, how do you turn your tires when you're on a slope? Dude, I don't Nobody knows. No one knows. Nobody knows. Towards the street, foo. I guess. So you can just spin around back to your original position. There you go. <laughs> that sounds right to me. Um, yeah. Like- it was cool, though. They let me go. She said I didn't. Because I was. Here's my big deal. Okay. Do I have to come fucking wait in line again? I'm going to throw a fit. If How I long to, were you already waiting? I had an appointment and I was already waiting like 35 minutes. Oh, God. With an appointment yeah, yeah, yeah. and showing up 20 minutes early. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. Uh, so luckily, at least they were cool enough to be like, just come back to the window and guess what they do? Uh-huh. Guess what they fucking do? What do they do? I man? come back with the renewal. I They collected the money before I had the goddamn renewal. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I come back to the window. Uh-huh. She like stamps it and photo. She doesn't even photocopy. She just stamps it, logs the computer. She's like, here you go. Here's your interim. And I'm like, you mother of God, something goddamn foul in my <laughs> Yeah. Like th- that's all I had to do. Just stamp it. Yeah. That's all they had to do. Oh, oh, that's that's terrible, dude. That's a bad time. It is. That's a bad time. But you know what, Foo? Uh-huh. Luckily, I had the day off. I wasn't planning to use it on that kind of a... <laughs> that was anticlimactic. Next time, the Foo's day off. <laughs> You'll hear the next story of the next government entity. I go and get infuriated for wanting personal information. Oh, man. Well, dude, why is your life like slowly turning into a fucking Seinfeld episode? Uh, probably because Josh binge watched it so much when we we're at the pad yeah. that I have no choice but to live through it. Your whole life is just uh, it's just this going <laughs> in the background <laughs> after every fucking with the random fucking <laughs> yeah. audience like clapping in the background. <laughs> it's just the people at the DMV just giving me a round of applause. Yeah, yeah it's fucking. Oh, okay. oh man. Geez. Okay, well that's enough of that. All right, well episode one hundred six, everybody. Everybody, go to foobarshow.com. And thank you all very much for listening into the Foo Bar Show. Thank you for downloading the pod of most major podcast apps, subscribing, and telling your friend like a champ. You can always reach us at Foo Bar Show. That's FWBarshow.com. And FWBarshow is your handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line and we'll fill it up like a couple of foos. I've been Josie. I've been the Foo. And we are signing off. Don't be a dick.